live from 864 Sound in Greenville, South Carolina, it's the Wash Bros Podcast with your hosts, Matt Jackson and Clay Smith. What's up, guys? It's Matt Jackson and Clay Smith, and we are the Wash Bros. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to episode 16, where we talk about what we've been up to this summer, and we just got back from the huge convention. So a lot of good nuggets uh, about our growth and like what we've learned there. So you ready to kick this thing off? Yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously we've been pretty busy. October, no, October. Shoot, we ain't that far yet. You're that busy. It's already October for you. Yeah, so August. August was a freaking (laughs) crazy month. It was a great month. It was a big month for us, uh, surprisingly. Um, Uh, I wouldn't really say surprisingly, though, because we, uh, we make sure we execute. Exactly. We've been grinding the marketing and and keeping a lot of momentum through June and July. And that's where I think a lot of people fail is they kind of get super busy in June and July and they pump the brakes. And then when August comes and the fall comes, they're wondering why they're slow. So Right. Yeah. Even when you're busy, you still got to, you know, make sure that you you're you're planning for the future. You gotta be consistent with your marketing, make sure that you uh have all the the right things in place to make sure that you can carry that on through the year and try to be as consistent with your numbers as possible. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like August for us was like our second biggest month besides May, which was kind of shocking and surprising. So, Right, yeah. So C3, uh, we we probably could have had our biggest month if we wouldn't went to the huge convention. So we took uh, three or four days off. Uh, I say we, but it's me. Yeah, me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm the, I'm the marketer. I'm the, I'm the worker. I'm the technician. I'm the... I'm the what? What else? What else? Uh, the office worker. Yeah. The yeah. Karen killer. The Karen killer. Yeah. yeah. I'm everything. Exactly. So uh, if we're working right now, though, if anybody wants a job, maybe you want to relocate. We are hiring. Yep. Yep. Great opportunity if anybody wants to learn the business. Yeah. Anybody want to learn the business? Any guys out there that are trying to start a business that maybe not know, uh, they don't know kind of how to do things, and they want to learn? Um, definitely a huge opportunity with C3 Watch Pros, for sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, we came back from this uh, convention called the Huge Convention in Nashville. That was awesome. It was it was my first in person convention that size. So it was really cool to go out there and connect with like minded people in person and meet the people you knew on Facebook in person. So yeah, I was so excited. I got a reckless driving ticket on the way up there. I was yeah. going a little too fast, exactly. but uh, but should've, I had a great time. <laughs> should have took the work truck. Should have took the work truck. I uh, decided to to drive in my in my leisure vehicle and uh, definitely uh, cost me a little little more than than I wanted, but. Uh, we got up there. We had a blast. Uh, me and Matt, uh, a lot of you guys saw us up there. A lot of you guys recognized Matt, and uh, I was not in my, any of my work attire. So. Yeah, he was, he was the undercover brother. Yeah, I was the undercover fella, uh, yeah. just trying to see what was going on, trying to check out the huge convention. Had a great time. Um, out of all the speakers, I'd have to say I liked AC Locklear. Yeah, good guy. Locklear, yeah. He had a... he, he the OG. He, yeah, the OG, uh, the original soft washer um definitely some interesting stuff that he went over and i did not know that he created softwash so um that was that was awesome to be able to to be able to see that and see what he had to say and all the hurdles that he went through for sure so yeah it was great i got to connect with people and i I did some of the breakout sessions uh kind of the last day which was friday and it's cool there's some stuff on like mergers and acquisitions where you got to see people who had different types of businesses not just pressure washing but they ran like uh, like dog picking up businesses to like pest control businesses and just like stacking businesses that were like monthly subscription services, which is kind of a pain point 
that we can run into with pressure washing is like, hey, we have seasons. So they were able to like offset seasonal swings by packing in like monthly service options, which I thought it was cool, unique. And then it also helps like forecast your finances so you can predict growth. And obviously that's probably going to vary by market, right? What's going to work best for you or best for your company, um, whatever the demand for the service is. And yeah. just making sure you're not getting in a saturated, I'd say, you know, market for yeah. whatever you're trying to set out for. You want to make sure you set yourself up for success. If uh, you're looking to be a pressure washer in our area, it's going to be a little more difficult, obviously. Yeah, you got to figure out how to brand yourself appropriately. And like if you're going the owner-operator route, Clay's probably a great way of doing it. So, uh, I mean, always think differently because everybody out there, you, like we're starting to see rigs for sale online. We're starting to see people complaining and they're dropping their prices to like, oh, the $99 guys everywhere, which that's not worth either of our time to do it. So like, how are we able to stay busy and have our most profitable and highest revenue months besides like the busy season when everybody else is struggling just to get jobs? That's because you and I both understand how to position ourselves and brand ourselves in the market. And we're not just being generic. Yeah. How can we save? How can we make the numbers work um, during the slow season? How can we make sure we uh, put ourselves in the best position possible for the slow season um, and still able to be consistent with our marketing? I think that's the biggest key is being consistent. As we talked, I mean, yeah. we talked about that the other night. Uh, I think it was last night. I said something. How can I be consistent with marketing? Yeah, because like, you have an awesome commercial on TV. And now that it's football season, everybody's like, oh, I'm watching the football game and uh, <laughs> you're on my TV. Yeah. I mean, you know, TV's more of a long term play but at the, at the end of the day it's it's probably gonna it's it's gonna pay off in the long run I mean it's kind of like investing in stocks later on you know or your 401k it's it's a big reward at the very end yep and it's not something that's gonna be like oh I knocked on this guy's door and he wants to do the job tomorrow but they're gonna be like I've seen you on TV like who else does that that's kind of like a high barrier of entry so they're gonna say this guy is special yeah it was it's it's to the point like you know me, me and Matt, we talk daily. So we talk about business. We talk about how we can be better. Um, how can we push each other to be better? And when, you know, it's time, me and Matt, we're trying to figure out how we can be different instead of so much alike, but stick out in our own ways, if that makes sense. Exactly. So, um, and obviously be successful at everything we do. And we're, we're both trying different things to see what works the best. And, you know, um, and that, and that's why, um, we created power, powerwashingcoach.com is to try to try to figure out you know we're trying all these things to figure out what could work best for you and tell you the truth on you know what's what's about to happen yeah exactly it's like you want to find that one lane and then you want to be the best person in that lane but you also want to understand the market that you're in so you're not over here copy pasting somebody else like if if you and i both oh you do facebook ads i'm going to run the exact same facebook ad with my face on it it wouldn't work we would just but, saturate our market with any within ourselves but you're able to tap into like relationships really good get into some cool commercial work you're able to like really like put yourself on tv which is awesome and and like dominate a certain segment whereas like i'm not really trying to get into that segment because you've already taken like you've gotten the money out of that segment so i'm like all right this is your area to run with right. and then over here i've got my segment that we run with too and it's just like identifying where you fit in the marketplace so you're not competing with somebody and you're all being generic and like washed down like you don't want to look like a copycat to somebody else who's been doing it before you. You want to kind of like take what works for them, make it your own, and then just kind of run with it that way. And you do a good job of doing that. Yeah, and I, I have a lot of people say, oh, you copied me. That was my idea. No, <laughs> I didn't copy you. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, that's the last thing I want to do is copy somebody. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, use them as influence. 
and then you put your spin on it. Right. I was talking to this uh, customer I had the other day. He's like, you want to eat the fish, but you don't want to, like, you want to spit out the bones. It's like, you want to make your own. It's like, you chew on the fish, you get what's good, and then you spit out the bones. You're not just saying, hey, I want to take everything that he's got and just be a mini version of him. Yeah. It's yeah, like, oh, it's definitely. working for him, so I just want to copy him. Yeah, what... <sighs> I'm, I, I try to tell a lot of guys this that reach out to me, what works for me isn't going to work for you, you yep. know? So you gotta, you gotta figure out what makes you, you know, what makes you uncomfortable. Cause that's, that's kind of where you want to go. I think whatever makes me uncomfortable is what I'm going towards. Yep. You know, we just invested a lot of money into a, a skid that we're going to pick up as soon as it's done. Um, shout out C3 skids. Uh, they sponsored my attire today, obviously. So, yep. um, we're going to partner with C3 skids and, uh, if you guys need any kind of um, product for any kind of pressure washing, check out their website, c3skids.com. You can use code WASHBRO10 for any kind of uh, products that you might find on there, and you get 10% off. Yeah, they got fantastic marketing, branding, and I just like supporting people who like actually care a lot, and you can tell by their quality of workmanship. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Casey, he's a great guy. He sent me a uh, he sent me a box full of merch. I ordered some stuff off his website. He sent me a box full of merch, and it's good quality stuff, you know, and I, and I think uh, I think even the quality of your merch, like, gives you a good feeling as a customer because you know that their product is also good quality. Oh, yeah. Investing into your company, investing in yourself, so. Oh, yeah, it's um, like an adage I used to play baseball. It's like, if you dress good, you look good, and then you feel good, then you play good. Right. And it's like the same concept. It's like, hey, you look fresh. Like, this guy's showing up today. Right. Like, he's yeah. not sloppy looking. He's not, he's he's a true professional here. And like, that's a great way to like show your value out to your customer by saying, hey, look, we use not only like, we're the best, but our quality of our vendor supply is the best. And like, everything looks sharp. As I started being a legit company and we actually got, uh, company uniforms and we got the wrap and stuff i started to notice more of the just the the traffic going down the road and the and the the neighbors and stuff they were coming towards me more and just more curious and wanted to ask more questions about what i did and how i done things and um did i have a card or how can i find more information about you just more people you know they're more aware of what's going on oh yeah um obviously and and i never really seen it until i actually did it You know, a lot of people are like, I don't need to spend that kind of money or I'm fine doing what I'm doing. But the more legit you look, the more people are curious as to what you're doing. Valid point, because a lot of times you see people and it's like people wear their like cheapness as like humility and a badge of honor. But in reality, it's like you're you're not hitting your full potential. You're over here scared to invest in yourself. And if you don't invest in yourself, how do you expect customers to invest in you? So it's one of those things that like, hey, bye using top of the line stuff, carrying yourself in a professional way, you're going to attract a higher clientele. So you're no longer going to be price shopped against those like $99 guys who are just wanting something. Hey, I want, I want it done now. And I want you to do it on my time. Right. And I think, I think that was the most, uh, the most, I was just scared, I guess, you know, cause you're scared of like this. What do we, what do we, what's the word scarcity? Yeah. It's like scarcity mindset. Scarcity. Yeah. Like, so, Oh, I'm fearful of like, if I invest my money now, I'm never going to get it back. Right. And that was, uh, one of the biggest regrets I had early on was not investing everything back into my company. It took me about a year to realize, hey, I need to start putting money. Then I started putting more money and more money and more money and more money, and the more successful I got. Yep. It's like investing in the stock market. The more money you invest, the yep. you know, the bigger the reward, like I said earlier. Oh, yeah. I know. Because like, you've always pushed me, and then you got to that point where we we're kind of similar on paper. So I was yeah. like, all right, you're investing heavily into Google Ads. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm – able to fill my schedule without a lot of money invested in Google ads. So like what sparked my growth a lot was just like 
doubling down into my marketing and really pushing myself. And that is an investment. You're like, man, I'm spending like $3,000 a month in my advertising, but that's what was required to get over the kind of like mind hurdle that I put myself in because I was like, oh, I'm only going to get past this limit because this is what I'm willing to invest in myself via my advertising. And I think that's the cool thing about collaborating with competition. You kind of push each other and you're trying to figure out what ways or what, what's working for you, what's working for me, and how can I how can I keep going? Yep. And it forces each other to evolve and, and grow to that next level of themselves. It's like I rebranded myself this year with new videos and kind of put a team together. And I took a lot of financial risk by just kind of taking everything I had and just kept reinvesting, reinvesting, reinvesting. And it's like, man, where, where, where is this all going to get me? I still am like, I'm making it pretty well, but it's like, man, this is not as profitable as I used to be in the past. It's just like cash flow becomes an issue here and there. But then you're like, all right, this is all going to pay off. And then stuff just starts getting easier. Like the team of guys I have, like show up on time, know what to do. And then it's just keeping them busy. But it's like I had to make that risk to like really invest in myself and and sacrifice money and like almost take a gamble on myself. Like you said, investing in people, people throw money into gambling and stocks, but they're afraid to pour money into themselves. Right. It's almost like uh, you're starting a business all over again. You're trying to learn new things, learn how to what the best way for you to do things are. What's what's the best for your employees? I think that's probably the most stressful thing is making sure your employees are good and make sure they're not going to take off, make sure they can pay their bills, make sure that they still show up on time, do great quality work and that kind of thing. And make sure your customers are still taken care of at the end of the day. Absolutely. And and one of those things too, you have to kind of step into like a leadership role as opposed to like a boss role where you're like, oh, well, I made X, so I'm going to pay you Y. And like, hey, if, if I was a little short on work this week, I kind of try to help out my guys just to get them to the numbers. I know that they can have like enough money coming in so they can stay afloat and it's almost like pouring into these people so they're going to be there when you need them yeah you definitely got to earn your employees respect and it's just like hey man i'm a little slower this week but i'll make it right and like you can help me do this and that and then we'll we'll get you close to where we normally are and then the next week we get a lot of work coming in and it all evens out right right versus saying like oh man i don't have any work screw you and then you're like well i got no employees and i got this work coming in and i can't keep up i'd say that's where a lot of people run into trouble for sure yeah so but but yeah, the huge was awesome. We got to connect with people outside of kind of our sphere because I feel like you and me both are kind of on the same level in Greenville, but we don't have a lot of other guys who are like kind of mentally tracking or like in the same area that we like to be in. Right. So it's yeah. kind of cool to connect with people from across the country where we're not competing with them directly, but they're able to like share insight into what they do or or ideas. You see guys washing like NFL football stadiums and I'm like, man, you run yeah, a $5 million cool. business. Like, how do you, you think way differently than I do about this stuff? And like, it's just cool to share ideas. Yeah. We'd love to have anybody up in the upstate South Carolina and Greenville to uh, tag along with us. Um, well, I think we're going to, we're looking at the one in February. There's a convention in February we're looking into the yeah. PWMCA or something. Yeah. Yeah. That should be fun. It's always cool to do this stuff. So you get kind of fired up and like the huge is great. Cause it's kind of like in, in the middle of our seasons. So, like, right in February, that's, like, the kickstart to the seasons. I mean, it literally lit a fire under my ass. Just seeing, like, the, the, I don't know. It's just, like, you see guys on a whole nother level than you. And then you also see the guys that are just still trying to learn. Um, so, you, you get to see all kind of guys at different levels. Um, you and, see the opportunities. And and my biggest thing is I'm always wanting to surround myself with somebody that's doing better than me um, so that I can learn from them. Absolutely. So. So. But, uh, but yeah, if, uh, if you guys want to um go over and follow um the wash bros podcast on youtube um spotify apple podcast are we on anything else 
I think that's that's it right now. Uh, Facebook is is really good, and then we've been working on the wash uh, powerwashingcoach.com. We both been kind of slammed this month, so right hadn't poured a lot into it. But especially like the fall, the winter, and then and then for next year, like it, it's going to be like a a full thing. And I got this. Uh, yeah, check out Matt's book. Put together this book. You can see it's a uh, not for real resale copyright here, but break down everything we talk about in the podcast that works for both of us on how to grow your business. So it's going to be called No Pressure Pressure Washing, and it'll be your no stress formula for your first six first six figures. It's going to break down everything that we talk about on our podcast. And a lot kinda, of good nuggets. A lot of good nuggets, and it's not that many pages, so if you don't like to read or don't know how to read, you can uh, sound it out. Yeah, I hate reading, so. <laughs> but if you want something that's like, oh, what podcast do I listen to, or like, what, what, where do I find out what to do, like, everything that, the formula that I follow and that Clay follows, we break it down in this book. So make sure to check it out. It's going to be on Amazon. You can get the ebook version, and then before you know it, you'll be able to get the print version. So. Shoot, yeah. I'm ready for that. Well... If you guys would, go on over to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us a follow. Let us know if there's anybody you'd like to see on here. Uh, if you want to get some merch, say I want some merch, we'll go ahead and get that stuff ordered, get some hats ordered, get some shirts ordered, um, and then you can rock our merch for sure. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode. Oh, yeah. See you guys.